This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. Quiet, please. Our service is about to begin. looking for something more out of life. Something that gives us purpose. Direction. A sense of community. For the past 2,000 years, people have found these things in a place called church. For centuries, the church has helped those who couldn't help themselves. The hungry. The lost. The outcast. It's been a place of healing and restoration for those who've been hurt. A home to orphans. A comfort to widows. and a refuge to the sick. But the church does so much more than just reaching out to those in need. It's a place where together we can grow, laugh and play, worship and learn about a God who loves us unconditionally, and see firsthand how his love impacts the world around us. Because of Christ, we all share a common bond. And it's through the church that we can really live life together. Welcome to church.
In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God. May God fill you with truth and joy. Let us pray. Your, verse, your voice burns within the depths of our being, O God of our ancestors, and draws us into your presence and service. Hear the cries of your people and speak a word of comfort that we may proclaim to all the earth the glory of your name. Amen. Merciful God, we have seen in what we have thought and said, in the wrong we have done, in the good we have not done. We have sinned in ignorance, we have sinned in weakness, we have sinned through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry. We repent and turn to you. Forgive us for our Savior Christ's sake, and renew our lives to the glory of your name. Amen. Through the cross of Christ, God have mercy on you, pardon you, and set you free. Know that you are free, and, and know that you are forgiven, and be at peace. God strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Amen. All right, be seated, please. A reading from the book of Exodus. Now a, now a new king arose over Egypt, who did not know Joseph. He said to his people, Look, the Israelite people are more numerous and more powerful than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, or they will increase, and in the event of war, join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. Therefore they sent taskmasters over them to oppress them with forced labor. They built supply cities, uh, Pithom and Bor, excuse me, Pithom and Ramses for Pharaoh. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread, so that the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. The, Isra the Egyptians became ruthless in imposing tasks on the Israelites and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in every kind of field labor. They were ruthless in all the, t all the tasks that they imposed on them. The king of Egypt said to the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was named uh, Shifra, Shifra, and the other Puah. When you act as midwives to the Hebrew women and see them on the birth stool, if it is a boy, kill him, but if it is a girl, she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and they did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them. But they let the boys live. So the king of Egypt summoned the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this, and allowed the, born, the boys to live? The midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are vigorous and give birth before the midwives come to them. So God dealt with the midwives, and the people uh, multiplied and became very strong. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families. Then Pharaoh commanded, to his, uh, commanded all his people, Every boy that is born to the Hebrews you shall throw into the Nile. But from the house of Levi went and, ma and married a Levite woman. The woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that uh, she, uh, he was a, a, a fine baby, she had, she had him three months. When she could hide him no longer, she got a, a, uh, a papyrus basket for him and plastered it with uh, bitumen and pitch. She put the child in it and placed it among the reeds on the bank of the river. Her sister stood at a distance to see what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river while, she, while her attendants walked beside the river. She saw the basket among the reeds and sent her maid to bring it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying, and she, looked pit she took pity on him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and get, a nurse, get you a nurse from the uh, Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Yes. So the girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, Take this child and nurse it for me, and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed it. When the child grew up, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter. 
and uh, she took him, uh, took him to. She took him as her son, as her son. Uh, she named him Moses because he said, "I drew him out of the water." The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and uh, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each accord to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members of one of, members one of another. We have gifts and that differ according to, our, according to the grace given to, the, given to us prophecy, uh, in proportion to faith, ministry, in ministering, the teacher, in teaching, the exhorter, in exhortation, the giver, in generosity, the leader, in diligence, the compassionate, in cheerfulness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise as you are able. The Lord be with you, and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do, you pe who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, 
Some say John the Baptist, the others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated please. So I say good afternoon to you. Life is full of questions. Questions rise up everywhere. What am I going to do with my life? What will I become? What will tomorrow bring? What will my children turn out to be? Will they turn out to be right? Not only do these practical questions beg for an answer, but there are also questions concerning my spiritual life. Am I saved? When I die, will I go to heaven? Why does God allow such tragedy to exist on the earth? Then there are philosophical questions. Which comes first, the chicken or the egg? How many angels can fit on the head of a pin? If a tree falls in a forest and no one is around to hear it fall, does it still make a sound? If a man is by himself in the forest and he speaks, is he still wrong? We could go on and on. All of these questions have one common element, which is illustrated by the following story. A college sophomore tried to prove how smart he was one day by asking his professor the following question. Is the bird I'm holding dead or alive? If the, if the professor said the bird was dead, the boy was obviously going to free the bird and let it fly away. If the professor said it was alive, then the boy was going to crush the bird. The professor looked at the young man and said, My boy, the answer is in your hands. Our gospel lesson today takes us to the district of Caesarea Philippi, an area about 25 miles northeast of the Sea of Galilee, about 120 miles from Jerusalem. The region was strongly identified with various regions. It has been a center for ball worship. The Greek god Pan and, uh, had shrines there as well. And Herod the Great built a temple there to honor Augustus Caesar. It was in the midst of this pagan superstition that Peter confessed Jesus as the son of the living God. And it was probably within sight of Caesar's temple that Jesus announced he would not yet establish his kingdom. He would build his church. He looked at his disciples in a moment of reflection and said, who do the people say that I am? The disciples began sharing with Jesus what they had heard from the people. Some say that you are Elijah. Others say that you're John the Baptist. Still others, Jeremiah or one of the prophets. You can speak of Jesus as a prophet, holy man, teacher, or spiritual leader, and few will object. But speak of him as the Son of God, divine, of the same nature of the Father, and people will line up to express their disapproval. Muslims will say, prophet, yes, God, no. Jews scattered around the world will say, teacher, yes, Messiah, no. Liberal Protestants and modern religionists will say, exemplary man, yes, divine, no. My friends, who do you say Jesus is? In an attempt not to offend other people 
or their beliefs. We choose to speak of Jesus very little or not at all. We accept the idea of God and we admit to trusting him, but then we go our separate way. Jesus then asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? My friends, this is where the rubber meets the road. For a right confession of Jesus is tantamount to our very salvation. Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Jesus answered, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Jesus knew it was a time for a deeper training of the disciples. The Lord knew that Peter and the disciples could now be led into new steps of deeper truth and service. Jesus' ministry was also turning in a new direction, for he would be headed to the cross. Once the Holy Spirit reveals Christ in our lives, and we make the confession of faith, it is not the end of our journey. It is the beginning of being transformed. We are then called to read and study scriptures, to have a daily open line of communication with God, associate with other Christians, worshiping together. And we are to spread the good news to those that God puts into our lives. We are to be the instruments of the Holy Spirit to reach others for Christ. In these passages, we have the first mention of the church in the scriptures. The church, still future when Jesus spoke these words, was formed on the day of Pentecost and is composed of all true believers in Christ, both Jew and Gentile. We are called to be a distinct society known as the body and bride of Christ with a unique heavenly calling and destiny. Now hear this. The church is not just Anglicans, Methodists, Baptists, Catholics, and Lutherans. The church is just not Protestants or Messianic Jews. It is not just the people that we like or get along with. It is composed of all true believers in Christ. Peter saw past the man and saw the divinity hidden in Jesus. So he could cry out, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. An organist was practicing one day in a great church in Europe. A man came up to the organ and asked if he could play. The organist looked at, him, looked at him and thought to himself, I really should not let this man play. Just look at him. He's unshaven. His clothes are soiled. He looks like a bum. So he told the man no. But the unkempt stranger asked again and again. Finally, the organist let him play, thinking he would not play very long. The man's, finger, man's fingers danced over the keyboard in a way that the organist had not heard in his lifetime. The stranger played on and on. The organist was spellbound. When the stranger got up to leave, the organist could not contain himself. Who are you? What is your name? The stranger turned over his shoulder and said, My name? My name is Felix Mendelssohn. The organist gasped. He said to himself, I almost did not let the master play. Through the resurrection, Jesus Christ would conquer death. Death would not hold him, and death would not be able to hold any of his people. Christ would storm the gates and deliver the captives. Gates in the scriptures represent authority and power. The gates of Hades then would symbolize the organized power of Satan and death. Hell, as we are all aware, 
is the final destiny of all those judged to go there. Dr. Criswell, a pastor from here in Dallas, found himself seated on an airplane beside a well-known theologian. He desperately wanted to start a conversation, and they did get an opportunity to talk. The man told Pastor Griswell how he had recently lost his little boy, who had died. The pastor listened as he told his story. He said his son had come home from school with a fever, and we thought it was just one of those childhood things, but it was a viral form of meningitis. The doctor said, we cannot save your little boy. And so this seminary professor, loving his son as he did, sat by the bedside to share the, this death vigil with his son. It was the middle of the day, and the little boy whose strength was leaving him and whose vision and brain were getting clouded said, Daddy, it's getting dark, isn't it? The professor said, Yes, son, it is getting dark, very dark. Daddy, I guess it's time for me to go to sleep, isn't it? He said, Yes, son, it's time for you to go to sleep. The professor said his little boy had a way of fixing his pillow just so and, and putting his head on his hands when he slept. So the young boy fixed his pillow like that and laid his head on his hands and said, Good night, Daddy. I will see you in the morning. He then closed his eyes in death and stepped over into heaven. Dr. Criswell said the professor didn't say any more after that. He just looked out the window of that airplane for a long time. Then he turned back and looked at Dr. Criswell with the tears coming down his cheeks and he said, Dr. Criswell, I can hardly wait until the morning comes. My friends, you see the morning is coming and we will see our loved ones who are with Christ. That is what Jesus is saying. The gates of hell, the gates of death shall not prevail against his church. Remember our Lord's words. Who do you say that I am? The important thing is not what others say, but on what you say. Are you ready? Are you truly ready? If you died today, would you be absent from the body and in the presence of the Lord? Jesus asked, Who do you say that I am? My friends, the answer lies in your hands. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, Almighty, maker of heaven, the universe, and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, God of God, light of light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, being one with the Father by whom all, th all things were made. He came down from heaven for our salvation. He was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man. He was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered greatly, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, whose kingdom shall have no end. He shall come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead. We believe that our ongoing journey following the path he laid for us will lead us to his eternal embrace. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken and speaks through the prophets. We believe in the sacred coalition of Christian and apostolic churches, who together rightly praise and glorify him. We acknowledge holy Christian baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world and universe to come. Amen.
Creator God, you call us to love and serve you with body, mind, and spirit through loving your created creation and our sisters and brothers. Open our hearts in compassion and receive these petitions on behalf of the needs of the church and the world. For the church, that we may boldly profess Jesus as Lord and help others to come to know him and follow him. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For the grace to be free, that we may trust God's providence and not be trapped by our plans, dreams, or visions. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who follow Jesus, that Christ will unite us in witnessing to the gospel and better understanding of each other's traditions and in greater cooperation in serving God. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who exercise authority, whether in religion, business, education, or government, that they will recognize God as the source of all authority and use the, their power for promoting justice and the common good. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are beginning a new academic year, that students and teachers may learn together as they grow in wisdom and love, and that God will protect them from harm and disease. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those suffering from the tragic explosion in Beirut, Lebanon, and the subsequent collapse of the Lebanese government, that they may receive God's blessings to help them through this extremely difficult time in their lives. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For greater stewardship of the earth, that our hearts may be moved as we behold the wondrous work of God in nature, and that we may care uh, for it so that future generations may see God's work. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For healing in cities and neighborhoods, that God will guide leaders in addressing issues of racism, discrimination, and injustice in our communities, uh, in our communities, turn hearts from violence and open pathways that will lead to reconciliation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end to the pandemic, that God will deliver the human race from the coronavirus, heal those who are ill, and inspire those who are developing cures of vaccines. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are ill, especially for Molly and Jim Phelan and Aunt Patsy McCool-Barton, that God will heal them in mind, body, and spirit, restore them so that they can be a blessing to others and share fully in the life of the community. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, that their souls be at peace in his internal embrace, and that those left behind will receive the blessing of our Father's presence to comfort them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a deep appreciation of our beauty and dignity of life, that the wisdom and knowledge of God may open our minds, hearts, minds and hearts to, uh, to honor and respect life, especially in the aged and the mentally ill. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. For peace, we pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We bring to you all of our personal intercessions in the silence of our thoughts. We pray to the Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. Holy One, Hear our prayers and make us faithful stewards of the fragile bounty of this earth so that we may be entrusted with the riches of heaven. Amen. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. We give thanks for all we have received, O God, gifts of love, time, money, and abilities into these bowls and into this place. We turn a portion of these gifts. Bless those who receive them just as we are blessed in the act of sharing them.
We will not claim our faith with our words only, but with our lives and these gifts we offer you, O God. We pray that others might be transformed by your grace, your hope, and your peace. Amen. God watches over everyone, including you. May God watch over you. Let us open our hearts to the God of Miriam and Moses. We lift our hearts to the God who changed all lives. People of God, let us sing to the God of Jesus and Peter. In this time, in this place, we sing the glad songs to the one who is with us in every place, in every moment. Chaos thought it was more powerful than you, God of the forgotten, but you were on the side of all that is beautiful, true, gracious, and so through the water of your creation, rivers thundered beneath mountains, drenching soil with, uh, with all which would bring forth life in abundance and hope overflowing, scooping up dust from earth's floor. You shaped us in your image and soul so we might live with you. Death and temptation yearned for us to follow them down, the, down foolish paths, and we raced behind them. Prophets came to be midwives of hope, of grace, of wonder to us, but we turned our backs in anger as they tried to bring us home to you. We ignored Miriam and Moses, forgot the songs of Hannah and Isaiah, and so you sent Jesus to us to throw open the gates of the kingdom to your heart, of your heart. So with those who long to remain faithful and, with, uh, and those who proclaim who Jesus is, our voices are joined in one in praise to you. Holy, holy, holy are you, ever watchful God. Creation sings praises to you in every moment. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who never gives up on us. Hosanna in the highest. Your imagination mirrors your holiness, O God, and your word is made hum human in Jesus, our brother. He came to be on our side, to show us paths of, gra of grace and hope. You could have been judgmental, but he came to, to uh, share your compassion. No, excuse me. But he came to share your compassion. You could have been stingy and mercy and with mercy, but opened up your heart. You could have let us left us in the grip of death, but he walked into the grave, sweeping its power away from us. So he was raised to new life by your love and hope. So come to be at this at his side around this table of life and joy. We sing of that mystery called faith. Jesus died, taking our side against him. Jesus was raised, God taking his side against death. Jesus will come, taking us home at his side. Be seated, please. If the Spirit were not with us, this bread and this cup would mean nothing. But you pour the Spirit out on our side so that we might be transformed by these gifts, filled with the bread broken for us. The Spirit sends us out so we might empty ourselves for, the, for those forced into hunger and despair. Handing us the cup of grace, the Spirit nourishes us so we might be at the side of the forgotten, challenging all who'd feed your children on injustice and hopelessness. From the night that he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. And when the final moments come and all oppression, all evil, all cruelty has gone the way of chaos at the beginning, we will join our voices with our sisters and brothers and forever singing your praises, God and community, holy in one. Amen. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Graciously grant this humble church peace and unity if it is your will. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always, and also with you. Let us offer each other in no contact sign of peace. As always, we celebrate communion in the way of Jesus Christ. All are welcome to share in this celebration. No one is excluded. We humbly thank our Lord Jesus Christ for this gift that we share today and pray it strengthens our bonds as Christians and as men and women for others. Amen. symbols to the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, bring eternal life to us who receive it. May the receiving of the bread and cup, bread and cup of life, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring you to judgment and condemnation, but through your love and mercy be from your protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. May the bread of life keep me safe for eternal life. safe for eternal life.
Let us pray. O God, you blessed Abraham and Sarah and made them a great nation. Keep us in remembrance of the rock from which we are hewn, that the waste places of our lives may blossom to your glory. Amen. All right. Time for everybody's favorite part of the service, the announcements. Announcements. Here they come. Hopefully. It's coming. Maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah, they are announcements. All right, let's get right to it here. Make this short and sweet today. Pray at DallasULC.com. Pray at DallasULC.com. If you have a request for prayer, that's where you want to send an email. Uh, you can choose to remain anonymous or give us your name. You can ask that we say your prayers during our daily prayers here at the church. We do pray every day here at Dallas Universal Life Church. Or you can ask that your prayers be said during our Sunday uh, intercessions. Once again, that's pray at DallasULC.com. You know, you can make a difference. Um, and it's going to tell you why in here in just a minute. Uh, actually, what it is is uh, we, this church, relies on your donations to stay alive. And without you, we don't exist. Um, and so we do ask that if you could find it in your heart and if you can find a way, I know times are tough right now, if you could help us with a small donation to help keep our word going, to help keep this, this church going, to help keep the mission going, we ask that you please help us. All you have to do is go to DallasVLC.com and click on giving. Um, we do appreciate all that uh, everybody has done for us so far. Uh, it just takes a lot to run a church. It's, it's unbelievable. So if you can help us, please do so. Just go to DallasVLC.com and click on giving. Now, some of us say, well, you know, Bishop, I, I, I want to help, but I, I just can't afford it. I don't have any money. Well, there's another way to do it. You can come volunteer with us. Um, there's always a position available to volunteer. You can always sign up with me, or you can go to DallasULC.com and go to the volunteer page. It'll show the positions we have open. Now, if you don't like those positions, there's always more positions available. If you see, see something that needs to be done in the church, come on. We, we need you. We'll always find something for you to do here. There's always something else to do, and we would appreciate any help we can get. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Uh, very simple. You have one of those, you need one of these. It's an email address, feedback at dallasvlc.com. Just send us an email. We'll try and take care of you as best we can. Hey, did you know we had a podcast? It's true. We actually do have a podcast. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, please do so. I say it every week. Uh, it's different listening to the podcast than watching us on YouTube or even being here in, in person. You, you just catch different things. Um, so if you can, check out our podcast. Uh, how do you do that? Well, you just go to your favorite search provider and type in Your Path with Bishop Mark, right here, Your Path with Bishop Mark. Or you can just uh, go to one of our providers here who uh, every week uh, provides you with our uh, service, our podcast, for free. Those are Anchor, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, CastBox, Breaker, Google Podcast, Spotify, Podbean, and of course, tune in. Okay, check it out.
Anybody else getting tired of that uh, song? I know I am, but I'm also tired of this pandemic. If each of us would just wash our hands for as long as that song goes on, which is about 20 seconds, every time you need to, which is coming out of the bathroom, going to prepare food, after you've pet your animals, uh, after you've cleaned up, after you've touched anything, basically, for 20 seconds with soap and water, I guarantee this pandemic would end quicker. Please wash your hands. Please do your part. We can't do this one-on-one. -on -one. This has got to be everybody agreeing to do this. Please wash your hands. Please. Thank you. Okay. The walk to end Alzheimer's is coming up. Um, as many of you know, I lost my grandmother to Alzheimer's in uh, December. Uh, long battle she had. And I don't want to see... It, it, it breaks my heart to think that anybody in other family would have to go through what we went through uh, with my grandmother. Um, so... Uh, uh, please consider joining our team, walking with us this year, or making a donation to our team. Let me tell you what's going to happen on the day of the uh, walk here. So, uh, we always do a pre-walk sleepover. I do this for a couple of reasons. It's fun. It builds some camaraderie. But it's also good because it gets you here on time the next morning because we've got to be here awfully early the next morning. And I'm not a morning person either, so I know that this can, can be uh, tough. So, uh, October the 2nd, which is Friday night, uh, here at the church, uh, we'll have the, the sleepover, and the doors will close at 10 p.m., okay? All right. Then, uh, on October the 3rd, which is Saturday, uh, those who are here for the sleepover will automatically go and do this, but uh, if you couldn't be here for the sleepover, be here by 9 a.m. Saturday for the uh, opening ceremonies, okay? And then we'll walk, and we'll come back here and, and relax a little bit, and then we'll have service again on Sunday. Sounds like a fun weekend. So, please... All you have to do if you want to sign up or if you want to uh, donate to our, our, our group is, well, it didn't come up. <laughs> it went away. Uh, you just go to um, http colon forward slash forward slash act dot alz dot org slash go to slash Dallas ULC. Okay, to sign up. All right. Um, I don't know why we lost our, our uh, thing here, but let me see if I can get it back up real quick. Get us a closing song. Well, it doesn't seem to be up with uh, the closing song on here, but we will have a closing song as soon as we do the final prayer here, okay? All right. You are called to do God's work in your community, so go out on God's side to love others. You are called to serve every person in every place, so go to work at the side of Jesus in the world. You are called to proclaim peace and live it in your lives, so go to be on the, si on the Spirit's side. Amen. May the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go now in peace to love and serve God. Amen. We go in the name of Christ.
Lord, unto Thee. <clears throat> Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth. Shine thine own dear presence to cheer, to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with ten thousands beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is 